Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 41st episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we wanted to keep it simple and have a, a beer. What are you, are you looking at? you trying to remember what the name is? The Revolver IPA. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Full Tang. The Full Tang? Full Tang IPA. Oh, Full Tang Revolver IPA. Yeah. Yeah, is what it's called. Um, Our neighbor Sean and Jennifer hooked us up again. Yeah. Uh, and we've had them. We had them before we started doing all the bullet stuff. Yeah. And so they've just been sitting, sitting in back the fridge. waiting. And it's freaking good. It's really good. Well, I'm, I lo- we both that. like IPAs anyway. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, there's people out there that are like, eh, IPAs, they're, they're the, what, what do they say? The basic, like a basic bitch type drink. Yeah. Whatever. It's weird. Cause you've kind of seen this, this weird shift in, in people that don't like craft beer and don't like IPAs all of a sudden are, have the nerve to defend their have shitty. The nerve. Their shitty piss water Bud Light and Coors Light, yeah, and, you know, and all that crap. And I guess if you like beer with no taste, then have at it. I know, but, yeah. But yeah, so it, yeah, it's kind of like the the new thing to bag on good beer. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, what was uh, Ron White whenever he was talking about Coors? And, he goes, uh, instead of the mountains turning blue, they should turn brown because yeah. it tastes like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's funny. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you're a Colorado girl, and you have yes. no no love for Coors Light. No, because there's way other better breweries in Colorado. Yeah, you got New Belgium. So you've got Blue. Who owns Blue? Is it Blue Moon? Is that the name of it? Or yeah, I believe so. Blue Moon. Well, Blue Moon is now owned by Coors. It is owned by Coors. Yeah. So that's when you go and do the Coors right. tour, you'll get you can sample Blue mm-hmm. Moon. Um, back in the day. Um, you used to be able to sample Zima's there too because Zima was made by Coors. That's awesome. And so, or is made by Coors. Yeah. So I guess now you could probably go there again because Zima's back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we we did the we we went to St. Louis. We did the Budweiser tour. And, yeah, that was fun. And it's it's funny because when you go, I didn't even realize the amount of good beer that Budweiser actually made outside yeah. of the awful Bud and Bud Light. Uh huh. Because um, I, I don't think I knew when we went there that all the shock top. Or yeah, all the shock top line was oh, Budweiser. Budweiser. They make yeah. my favorite cheap beer is Rolling Rock. Yeah, and they make Rolling that. Rock. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah. Anyway. So yeah, we we like good beer. We, we like, do. We, yeah, we like we're pretty. Beer. We like uh, IPA. We, we're pretty snobby when it comes to beers. Yeah. I think. Um, and yeah, we don't like we. You will not find Bud Light or. Or Coors or anything in our fridge. Yeah. No way. On occasion, someone will bring it over. Yeah, and yeah. it'll say, stay there forever. Or we will tell them, take yeah, it with take, you. Take it home with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awful. You sound so snobby. I know. Well, that's, that's that. what I just said. We're snobs about beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, welcome back. We um, Before we get started, Seth, of course, is going to tell you his... Dumbass post of the week. Yeah, I mean, we shared it. We did on the page uh-huh. this week, but it was it came up in a memory of something I had posted like what four years ago. Yeah, um, before we even did the podcast, and it mm-hmm. had uh, 
didn't I get this from that moron we were referring to in one of the episodes that told the whole lie about who he was but ended up like living with his parents down the street? Oh, maybe you did. I think I don't that's know. where this ended up coming up from when we were in Colorado. Anyway, he I believe that's where it was. And he uh. shared this one day and I, I, I had seen similar things and, and uh, you know, Spoiler alert, these things irritate me, and uh, no, I'm no different now than I was <laughs> four <laughs> then, years ago. Uh-huh. But I saw it, and I, was, I had seen several things kind of like this very recently, like within a matter of days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is just freaking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, it's the point of the dumbass post of the week is to really just kind of show how these very popular meme posts that get a ton of support are wrong mm-hmm. i mean it's it, it's just it's not an example of a good relationship mm-hmm. but this one was it's not about finding someone who won't fight with you or make you sad it's about finding the person who will still be standing there wiping tears away holding you in their arms after the fight and the one who will never leave no matter how hard things get oh my gosh yeah yeah just just stay in that awful yeah see how that turns out for you yeah yeah, I mean it, it's it's a another. I mean that's a that's abusive. Yeah, you know, someone making you cry, but you're still gonna put up with mm-hmm. it. That's well, fucking stupid. It, it's 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 really the same concept what we talked about last week of I love you so much I treat you like crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, and you're not allowed to say that. We're actually gonna get into kind of some of that today, but yeah. But you know that it, it's it's not. That if you are in that relationship, you are not in a good relationship. Mm-hmm. You're not in a healthy relationship. Doesn't mean you're not in a long term relationship because I think people can stay in that type of relationship for a very long amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we've said multiple times, longevity doesn't actually mean success, um, and that is a horrible example of a relationship to be in. So yeah, yeah, very bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this week, I think this episode is going to be pretty pretty harsh to a lot of people. Um, I guess especially people that have probably went through this situation or are currently in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what we think. I mean, it's it's our podcast. Yep. And, you know, if you... <laughs> unfortunately, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen, but... I have the microphone and you will listen to every damn word I have to say. <laughs> but you should listen, though. You should freaking listen and... We, we're going to talk about cheating. Yep. And uh, it's going to, I think it's going to get kind of... Not why we've decided to cheat. Right? <laughs> Not why we have. <laughs> <laughs> I but, mean, it, we, we brought this up a few weeks ago, and we uh-huh. talked about how we, we wanted to do it, and we, we had reasons why we didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just kind of decided, you know, let, let's go ahead and discuss it. And, and and have the conversation because it, it seems to be something that um, really, no matter where you're at in your own relationship, you ultimately end up associated with somebody that's going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you don't even know that they're going through it. It happens and they don't tell anybody, which that's probably the best way to handle it, mm-hmm. I, I would say. If, if no one knows that one of your partners cheated on you and you guys decided to work it out and nobody knows any better than I, I think that's probably a really good way of handling it. Yeah. Um, I, I probably still wouldn't be in that relationship, but I think if you choose 
to stay, that's the best way to do it, mm-hmm. is don't tell anybody yeah. what's going on. There's no need to broadcast it out there on every social media platform and pick up the phone and tell everybody because, as we've established, when somebody does cheat and they're called out on the carpet, and if you're the one that got cheated on and you call them you know, whatever awful names you want to, and then two weeks later you're back together, you know, I've used this in other scenarios, you look like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to avoid looking like a dumbass, don't bring it up. Mm-hmm. Because you'll look like a dumbass if you stay, and you'll look like a dumbass if you get back together. Yeah. Um, so just don't look like a dumbass and don't tell anybody. <laughs> right? right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if it happens. I know. Well, yeah, and far too many people do, and especially nowadays. We were, we were talking about this earlier, trying to get prepared for the episode. And, um, and you know, nowadays, compared to how it was in before social media, yeah. I guess you you may have heard that oh so and so cheated on whoever you know kind of around through the grapevine mm-hmm. type thing, but now so many people just post it on social media and it just spreads like a wildfire, yeah. and yeah you <laughs> you end up looking like a dumbass either way. Mm-hmm. When if you would just keep your mouth shut or you're or not type anything right <laughs> about it, you know people y- you may want to try to work things out with your partner, mm-hmm. so why give everybody else <laughs> this impression of your partner too that they're a bad person and you know all this which i I think that. You know, I w- we yeah, wouldn't they- cheat, and it would it would definitely end our relationship. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it needs to be broadcasted to the whole world. And and I think that w- one of the things that we've seen is, you know, even 15 years ago, if so- if if a man had cheated on a woman, she would pick up the phone and probably call two people, mm-hmm. maybe three. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't. It would be out of pain and grief mm-hmm. not to drag that person's name through the mud. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve that. I think they do mm-hmm. deserve that. But they would have a private conversation with you know one to three people that they're very close to about what they just experienced, whether it's just to talk about it, whether it's because you have to let someone know, whether you've got to get it off, off your, your chest, chest because yeah. you're, you're looking for advice, or, or it's just part of the coping in life-changing process of finding out you've been cheated on. Mm-hmm. And those one to three people is probably how the rumors spread or started to spread or, or people found out about it. But now you, 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 people use social media to tell everyone that don't need to know. Mm-hmm. You, you are telling people that aren't close to you. You're telling people that aren't involved in your life on a, daily, weekly, monthly, even yearly basis Mm -hmm. about something very personal that's going on in your life to blast them Well, and to get attention. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say to get attention, I think. And, you know, I think that people could probably, could right now be saying, no. No, I did it because they were an asshole and I wanted to put them on blast so everybody knows what a piece of shit they are. Yeah, but... And I get that. (laughs) I, I, I do get that, but the only... If you're gonna do that, you better not fucking get back. Don't get with back. Them. You you, yeah. you have you have committed to not getting back with them. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. 
And that's it. Because I'm all about, yeah, what a piece of shit. Put the scarlet letter on them Mm -hmm. and make them walk around with that. But you're not allowed to do that if you're going to get back together with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the caveat. But, you know, I think from from the person that's been wronged, I I don't really know what goes to their head to where they can go through that and then get past it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm the wrong person to... Speak about, I'm pretty quick to torch a bridge, and that would be one way to completely <laughs> blow that bridge up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, yeah, so, but I think that that's, you know, our, our point today isn't, isn't really to talk about that. It's really why, why do people cheat? Mm-hmm. And, and kind of some of the, the excuses or reasons, and, and I guess really before we go any farther, no matter what I say, there is no justification, I believe, for cheating. No. Um, you're not going to give me an example where I say, you know what? He, he or she was in the right for cheating. Right. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah, because I know. Because I think that it could be kind of confusing. <laughs> the, us, what, you know, some of the topics or whatever we're going to discuss about it. Mm-hmm. Because people may think like, well, you're, you're on their side. You're on the, yeah, you're the on cheater the cheater side. side. Right. And it's like, well, no, we're not. But honestly, you shouldn't let it get to that yeah. point. And I, I think that coming to a point of understanding why it happened doesn't mean you support their decision to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think that that's something I, I just want to make sure we're clear about. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I know I'm going to bring up a couple of things that it's, like, it's going to kind of sound like, well, he's taking the side of the cheater. And that's, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just understand it. I, mm-hmm. I think of the, the Chris Rock OJ routine when he's like, I ain't saying I'd have killed her, but I understand. Oh my gosh, that's awful. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel oh my about, gosh. about some of that. I wouldn't have done it, and I don't think they should have done it, but I at least can I can understand and see how it went down that path. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying right, wrong, or different. I'm saying it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I just see how they ended up going down that path. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that there, there's a lot of information out there. When you, oh when gosh, you, when yeah. you start looking at why do women cheat, why do men cheat, what's the top reason cited for cheating, there is a ton of, I don't know if it's factual, it kind of comes off as factual, then there's certain things that you can see from, excuse me, divorce records, but then there's certain things where it's psychologists or marriage counselors saying, well, the couples I've talked to, this is what they cited, and then others are like, well, the couples I talked to, here's what they cited. So there's a lot of not really contradicting information, it's just, just so much different information uh-huh. that it's it's really hard to say, here's the main reason people cheat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that as we looked at that stuff, we were like, well, we just need to talk about the the experiences we've had and the conversations that we've had and what we have seen in relationships that go south and mm-hmm. why. Yeah. Um, and I think that while there is hundreds of different reasons out there, I think we're going to be able to tie in some commonalities mm-hmm. um, to even things that maybe even after the fact that they cheated, they still didn't reveal that's why they cheated. Yeah, I know. And I think that I think that it's hard probably for for a lot of I was I was going to say guys because it, it is more, more so guys that that cheat than women. It's the majority 
Yeah. I guess it's it's pretty close. It's in... very close now. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the 50s, 50% of men uh-huh. were admitting to or were caught or cited, whatever their records, however they gathered that, they were 50% of men were cheating. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean 50% of marriages ended in divorce. It didn't mean 50% of men got caught cheating. Mm-hmm. 50% of men were cheating. It's around 40% now. And it's not that's not necessarily exactly tied to married men. Mm-hmm. It's everybody. Everybody. Everybody in relationship. Yeah, anybody in relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's where you kind of get that in that. That's still even that high. Almost half. But what you have also seen is the amount of women that cheated mm-hmm. in the 50s has increased tenfold. While mm-hmm. men have actually gone down 10%, women have caught men. Yeah. And Almost caught it. Yeah. Th- there, there's a lot of speculation, but I, I think mm-hmm. realistically you just look at it's more available. I mean, you mm-hmm. figure back in the 50s, the traditional home... Was a woman staying at home? Yeah, and a woman wasn't around social either. Social, I don't, I don't like saying temptation, but but the opportunities weren't there as right. much as they are now. Uh-huh. Women weren't going out for drinks after work with a coworker. Yeah, women weren't going to, you know, girls' night at mm-hmm. the club. You know, yeah. these these things weren't happening. Women had a very very small window to express themselves and be quote unquote free. Before they were thrown into a family mix. And some of them had no window at all. Mm-hmm. Now women are waiting later in life to get married. Women are waiting later in life to have children. Women are waiting later in life to hit that, I don't want to say maturity, because I don't think that's the definition of maturity, but to progress down that family type of path. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, they're in the workforce. Yeah, they're now. in they, the workforce more you know, and leading have, the workforce in a lot of areas. Yeah, and you don't have the, you don't have as many <laughs> Stay-at-home moms nowadays. Yes, and, and so just because of that, uh, the exposure and the opportunity, you, you're going to see, it's, it's like with anything, anytime there's more opportunity for something to go bad, unfortunately, that bad is going to happen more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it comes with why you see more women cheating and admit to cheating. Now, nowadays. Uh-huh. But why men cheat and why women cheat are, different. are completely different reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think... Both sexes have an extremely hard time understanding where the other sex is coming from uh-huh. on why they cheat. Yeah. Or how they head down that path. Right. I think that that they that women tend to think that they know or do know how why men cheat, but they really they don't understand it, I guess. Or they don't want to admit to it. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, more mm-hmm. so. Is they don't want to admit to it, but you know, obvious. Most times, women or men cheat because they aren't having as much sex. Yeah, married men. We're not. We're, Mar- talking, about, yeah, yeah, we're talking about married, not just right in general. I, I think prior to marriage, men cheat because they can. I mm-hmm. think there there's more opportunity. They don't feel that big of a sense of a commitment. Mm-hmm. They're immature. And they're dumb. <laughs> yeah. And they don't see the value of the relationship at hand, and they throw it away to sleep with some other person. Uh-huh. Uh, or they haven't fully left a relationship but started to move on, and they cheat with the ex. That happens quite a bit, too. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but we're talking about married situations. Uh-huh. It's Yeah, mainly why men cheat in a married relationship is for a litany of reasons as to why the woman stopped having sex with the man. Mm-hmm. They have. And the man's like, I can't take this anymore. 
I I need to have sex. I need to have sex. Mm-hmm. And she's not wanting to have sex with me, so I'm going to get it somewhere else. Yeah. And that's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. women, on the other hand... Yeah, women, they... Well, that can happen in some cases. Yeah. That the man isn't having sex with the woman. Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. woman tends to cheat because they have lost whatever emotional connection that they had with their partner, and now they're getting that from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, and I, I'll blame my mom because she's the one that initially told me this, but she had said that a woman will never leave a man unless there's another man. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not saying that that is 100% accurate. I, I will say from most of my experience, and including you. Even me. <laughs> that has been true almost 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked on here before about how men aren't the ones that typically terminate the relationship. Mm-hmm. Women are. Yeah. Women are at a much higher rate terminate the relationship. Mm-hmm. But we've also said that they terminate it when the guys cheated. Yeah. Uh-huh. And guys will really only terminate a relationship if their partner cheated. Uh-huh. I know. But women will terminate a relationship on other factors as well. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but so, so we, we bring that. I, I say that because of tying into that emotional piece. Mm-hmm. It's not that, that that statement doesn't mean that a woman won't leave a man because she's sleeping with another man. Mm-hmm. But she has some kind of connection. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you said with me, mm-hmm. I, you know, I like to say, oh, I didn't cheat on my ex with you or... You know, and that I left him before we actually started dating. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. But emotionally, I was definitely cheating. Right. I was, yeah, I I needed your, I had your connection. Mm -hmm. We had each other and, and I didn't feel it with my ex. Yeah. And so, of course, it was a lot easier for me to... Walk away. Yeah, to say goodbye. Mm Yep. Yep. You know, and, and so I think that that's, that's where that emotional piece ties in. Mm-hmm. And it's very different for men and women. Um, and so I think that that's just very important for, for people to understand and realize. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if people don't think about that or don't understand that. But you'll tend to see, even talking to marriage counselors or psychologists, where the woman is typically looking... For a bigger issue as to why the husband is displeasing the marriage. And the husband's like, I just want to have more sex. You aren't having sex with me like we were when we were dating. Or like our first year of marriage. Or before the kid came. Or or whatever that time frame is. And she's like, like, well, that that can't just be it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that is it. Yeah. That's all it is. (laughs) Yeah. uh We will do whatever the fuck you want to do. We'll go on whatever vacation. (laughs) Whatever. I just want more sex. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well... I still think there's a bigger problem. Uh huh. And why do women do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I, but on the same hand, the guy typically misses all the other stuff. And they're like, well, I don't understand because I'm willing to have sex with her uh-huh. seven days a week. Yeah. She should be happy. Yeah. I, I have a good job. I provide for this household. Uh-huh. I want to have sex with her. I'm attracted to her. And they think that all of those are enough uh-huh. to somehow justify their partner's happiness. Like, well, you should be happy because you've got a husband that works hard and provides for you and, and comes home and I don't cheat on you and I don't abuse you and I think you're attractive. And once again, 
you want a fucking cookie? That's how you're supposed to be. You don't get a ribbon for participating uh-huh. in the relationship. But he tends to miss this other stuff. Like, well, yeah, you've got a job. So what? Yeah, you, you put food on the table. So what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to have sex with me. So what? But we don't have anything in common. Yeah. You don't tell me you love me enough. You don't take me out. You don't put me on a pedestal. You, you know, have a file of porn on your phone. You're talking about whatever girls on TV is looking hot uh-huh. and looking sexy and, 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 you know, all this stuff. And the guys tend to miss all of the other reasons why a woman is unhappy. And why she's not wanting to have sex and with And why him. it's making her not want to have sex uh-huh. with him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's funny that... Yeah, that you, I don't know, you kind of like bring it in full circle. And, yeah. And, well, and, and you were saying um, when we were talking earlier about, um, you know, like the first thing that, the, you know, a woman asks a guy when. Well, yes. So when, when you, in scenario A is the man decides to fess up that he cheated on his wife or the wife finds out through social media or, or whatever. And people that are listening or watching, take a second. And I want you to think, what's the first thing that that woman asks that guy when she finds out he cheated on her? Chances are, most of you probably said, well, the first question out of her mouth was, do you love her? Mm -hmm. That's usually the first question that a woman who has been cheated on asks. Not, And I'm not talking about a guy that's like, hey, I'm interested in somebody. They've already come clean that they've had sex with her. Mm -hmm. The first question out of her mouth is, do you love her? Mm -hmm. Now, do you take a step back? And if a a woman, a wife, tells her husband that she's found someone else, she hasn't admitted that she's cheated, and she may not have, but she says, I found someone else at work, online, whatever, and we've developed a really tight connection, and um, I'm considering pursuing that relationship. What do you think the first question the guy asks? Did you fuck her? Did you fuck her? Or fuck him. Fuck him, yeah, yeah, sorry. Did you fuck him? <laughs> mm-hmm. So that right there shows you the dynamic of, of where the guy's physical thought process of what's important to him in a relationship goes to, mm-hmm. and where the woman goes to. Mm-hmm. Um Guys will, and this is going to get vulgar for a couple of seconds here, so bear with me if, if you have sensitive ears or don't want to hear me say these things, but guys will ask a girl, well, how, how big was his dick? Mm-hmm. Well, how many times did you fuck him? What kind of positions did you do? They want almost these tormenting type of details to fuel their anger. Mm-hmm. But women... Don't ever ask the guy, how tight was her pussy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, uh-huh. Well, was she more wet than me? They, they typically don't go there. Yeah, uh-huh. They, they stay on that emotional side uh-huh. of, well, do, what does she do for you that I don't do? Uh-huh. Well, she fucking has sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, beyond that, what else is she providing you? That's it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Once again, it, they, but they, they tend to stay in this... This bigger picture of, and I don't want to, you know, minimalize the importance of sex because we've been very clear how important that is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they they stay in that. Do you love her? You know, do you, 
you know, are there, is this, is this more of a connection? And, mm-hmm. and men are all about the physical aspects of it. Is she better cooked than me? Yeah. <laughs> now, I do think some women will ask, is she prettier than me? Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but guys don't say, well, is he more handsome than me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's a different. So while there are, they are focused on certain physical things, there are certain things that don't cross their mind. Uh-huh. And I don't know why a guy would. Re- I mean, do you really want to hear your partner say, "Well, he's good looking and he's got a big dick and he fucks me better than you"? I mean, oh, is that what you're really looking gosh. for? I know. I mean, is and so I'm like, why are you even asking those questions? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because you're just gonna get more mad. You know, you're going to either say, you're fucking lying. Yeah. You're lying. And he, he must have a bigger dick than me because otherwise you wouldn't cheat. Yeah. Or, or you're going to be, he's going to get mad because you, you yeah. fucked him anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a lose-lose yeah. question. So there's no point in asking it in the first place. But what's very important about that conversation piece is at that point, that husband isn't going to take the woman back because of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I bring that up because while the woman, if she's been wronged and her partner cheated on her and she's asking these emotional questions, that's you won't ever hear a girl that has been caught cheating on her husband say, hey, honey, I love you. This was just sex. Women can't get away with saying that to a man, mm-hmm. but a man can get away with saying that to a woman. Yeah, that's fucked up. It was just sex, baby. I don't love her like I love you. It was just physical. But you can't blame the physical uh-huh. if you're a woman onto a, you know, why you cheated on your man. Uh-huh. So that's why you typically see men, you know, quote unquote, get away with it because that's the relationship <laughs> doesn't end because oh, they say gosh. that. Yeah, Am I, I know. Wrong? You're you're not wrong. That's yeah. stupid though. That irritates me. Mm-hmm. It bugs the hell out of me because it's like, how is that? How is that okay? Yeah. How's that any better? Yeah. But but it, it shows the importance of where, the how how big the emotional connection is to a woman that she can forgive the physical act because he he has the opportunity to convince her that. His heart still belongs to her. Mm. And guys don't give a shit about the heart. I don't care about how much you love me. You aren't mm-hmm. fucking me. You fuck somebody else. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And so the, the, the levels of tolerability based on the exact same circumstance from both sides is completely different. Mm-hmm. I and I think that that's why... And I, I, know, I know there's got to be other guys like me out there that look at different aspects of what I can put into the cheating bucket. You know, I, I, men are physical, men are visual. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that women aren't, but I, I, I tend to think men are a little more, Mm -hmm. but a guy that even catches his wife making out with another guy, or she admits to, you know, giving Tad a hand job at the Christmas party in the copy room. <laughs> that can end the relationship right there. Mm-hmm. But a woman can catch a man kissing another woman, flirting with another woman, um, getting the you know first and second base with another woman, and I don't know if I'd say get past that, but not terminate the relationship because of that. Because if the man is able to demonstrate and show that the emotional connection wasn't there, then it seems to be a little more forgivable. Mm-hmm. 
So, ladies, if you have had a man that has done that to you and said, I don't love them, I love you. Mm-hmm. What that really translates to is, I don't want you to be that mad at me. And I'm going to say what I know is going to make you forgive me. Yeah. To the point that we don't break up. Yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it just makes me so mad. Yeah. And I'm like, what makes me more mad is the dumbass bitches that will continue to let a guy get away with that shit. Like, yep. stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Fucking just dump his ass. Yeah. Why put up with it? He's going to fucking do it again. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, some, some guys will sit there and say, well, it's the thrill, and, and it's this, and it's that. And um, one, of the, one of the more common things that you tend to see, though, is, is psychologists, counselors, whatever, they'll, they'll say that men cheat because they can. And it doesn't mean that they can get away with it. It means that sometimes the, the repercussions just aren't as bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you, you mean to tell me if I'm not getting sex at home, and I can go out and screw however many strange. If I'm screwing, you know, five or six different girls at a time, or, you know, not, you know, maybe I'm scattering out whatever the plan is, and I get caught with one of them, all I have to do is say, well, here, take my phone. We won't do this. I'll shut down my social media page. We'll get a joint account on Facebook. <laughs> all, you know, oh, I love gosh. you. It's all about us now. We're this. We're 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 stronger than ever because of what we've gone through, and and we can bounce back. If they know they can spray that bullshit and she's going to eat it up, mm-hmm. that's what they mean with they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you can't pull that with a Lorena Bobbitt, <laughs> right? And so you need to know what kind of woman you have, and I think that. Women, you know. I think you just know how how your partner is. The other thing with that, though, that that really infuriates me is this almost support aspect of, and you don't hear this about women. You hear this more about men, where you know people will say, "Well, a man can really love his family and care about his wife and love her and still cheat." Mm-hmm. And, and when you hear that, it's almost, once again, I think that statement is catered to women. A woman can't get away with that, once again, cheating on a man. No man is going to read an article. He's not going to Google, why did my wife cheat? And find an article that says, your wife still loves you and your family, but they still cheated. Well, there's some sensitive men, maybe, that would, would do that. But not maybe. most. It's very small, I think. Right, yeah. And, but... I think women tend to look at that, and, and when they see that, like, well, I guess that's what happened to us. Mm-hmm. He, he still loves me. He's a great dad to the kids. You know, it's always kind of thrown in there as justification why you stay with Gosh, somebody you shouldn't anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you tend to put this little wrapping paper on it and put lipstick on a pig and, and try to sugarcoat it into something that it's really not. Mm-hmm. And, and so guys know that. Like, well... I, I still love you. I still love our family. Aren't I a really good dad? I provide you. And they start kind of spewing that mm-hmm. justification as to why you should let them get away with what they did. Yeah, and it makes it, it like they're um, trying, they're manipulating your to try thought to make process. You, as the woman, feel guilty for why they did what they did. Yes. Now, I was in a sexless marriage. And we just established that the number one reason men cheat is because they're not having sex. Mm-hmm. I didn't cheat. Mm hmm. I, I wasn't even close to cheating. I wasn't trying to find someone to cheat with or trying to hook up. 
I knew that the sexual temptation existed, and so I just made sure I did everything I could to avoid that. Because, like I said at the beginning, I don't believe cheating is justifiable. Mm-hmm. I understand it sometimes, but I don't believe it's justifiable. And, mm-hmm. and I reflect that statement myself because of what I went through in my previous relationship. And I don't know if, if I can say I would have never cheated, but I can say out of the 12 years and the better part of it being minimal sex to no sex, at the end, I wasn't even about to cheat at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have the empathy for guys that are like, well, we only have sex once a week, and that's not enough for me. Or, well, she got pregnant and couldn't have sex after the baby for six weeks, so I had to go get... I mean, you're... You know, you you, you just really can't handle it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they use fake terms like sex addiction, like that's a real thing. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. So what just you, marry another sex addict. That's the so, solution So, okay, that. what do you think about, like, <laughs> with... Uh, with like watching porn and stuff and cuz some people think that that porn is is cheating. I can get really vulgar with this too, I think. Yeah, well, get vulgar with it. Um I I believe and this is you know, when I guess almost like everything on here, this is just my opinion about it. <sighs> I, I think first of all you have to establish what what is cheating to both of people early on in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And you can only do that. You don't want to trial and error that shit. You don't want to be like, oh, I didn't think you'd get mad about it. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I didn't think this would be a problem. Or <laughs> none of my other girlfriends got mad about it. Or oh whatever it is. So you need to establish the boundaries mm-hmm. beforehand. And if they're unreasonable early on, then don't be in the relationship. But if you mutually agree, then you have to... Per- you have to move forward and then go back to one of the things we shared this week of don't do anything your partner would get mad at you for doing. Uh-huh. Uh, or you would get mad at your partner for doing. Right. Uh-huh. So I think that in that is where you have to get kind of specific. But I think that porn... Uh, let me back up. I believe that any time one partner is hiding, actively seeking sexual pleasure from other means outside of their partner... It is a form of cheating. Now, do I think that somebody getting caught masturbating is as bad as sleeping? I'll even take that down a notch. I think if you catch your partner masturbating, that's way less than if you caught them kissing someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is it cheating? It's not cheating in the traditional sense that they put their dick in another person mm-hmm. or that, you know... She received it from another person, mm-hmm. or they exchanged any type of bodily fluids through kissing or even holding hands. There was no physical contact with anybody else, so in that sense, no, it's not cheating. But is, is it a form yeah. of cheating? I, I, I think it can it could be, be. Mm-hmm. especially if you're using that to replace the intimate moments you could have with your partner. And that's where you see these guys that claim porn addiction and stuff like that, where they... Uh, Oh, what the heck? There's a really good documentary about this on Hulu. Things like Chasing the Butterfly or I can't remember what, what exactly it's called, but it's about porn addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the things that I, that I and this, this sounds kind of shallow, but one of the things that I liked about this was there was a good-looking couple who went through this. Mm-hmm. And I, I contend to think, you know, once again, shocker, on a very simplistic level, and I was like, well, if, if they're really, you know, I would look at that and say, well, I can understand if 
you know, th- this woman takes care of herself and she looks really good and her husband's this, this fat, lazy slob, you know, why she would watch porn and, and get, you know, vibrators and dildos because who wants to mess with that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you saw these good looking couples where the physical piece was there. And, like, and she one of wanted them, to have sex And she with wanted to have sex constantly mm-hmm. and he chose to ha- have watch porn. porn. Uh-huh. That was something that I hadn't seen that that full picture of kind of the prove me wrong argument is yeah. really what it was. And yeah. it was like, wow, I had to really kind of step back and say, okay, that that does exist on all type of levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was eye-opening for me, but, you know, it ended their relationship. And it, yeah. it was a sad story and um, for him. And he never cheated on her with a person, but the porn replaced the bedroom mm-hmm. from his perspective. So I think when that's happening... now. I, I think when the, the vulgar piece comes in is really kind of what are you doing, what are you using? Because I think if, if you tend to ask the question of, if you ask a guy, all right, let's say your, your wife using a dildo on, on herself, is that cheating? Most guys would say no, that's mm-hmm. not cheating. Does she still want to have sex with me or looking at it from my perspective of is it replacing us is it replacing me if it is then i think that's you know you're getting a little further into the weeds on that but i think that some guys would get offended by i think some guys would get offended Mm -hmm. but i can guarantee you can get offended when i explain it to you on what that really means Mm -hmm. i don't know if people know where you know how dildos are made right but that is an exact (laughs) replica mold mold Mm -hmm. from another man Mm -hmm. so would that be any different than you know, him on, buying a a private little private pussy that was a porn star pussy, yeah, or something. Would that be? Would a woman consider that cheating? Yeah, I know. You know? Uh huh. I know. We've talked about that before, mm-hmm. just amongst each other. If that is, and that is a weird one to me because because it's like, well, not necessarily, but but yes. Yeah. It it was a hard question for me to even answer. Well, and I think that that's where, you know, people I think that couples need to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. The fi- and and this was not a setting no, boundaries gosh, for, no. <laughs> for what what we were trying to get away with. This was just I can't, I brought it up because I think I had I can't remember what What were we what, talking It may about? have been like some kind of radio station question revolving around something and so uh-huh. I I kept kind of pushing it and and taking it further, but I I had come up with the the start to finish that, you know, if you take a dildo that, you know, you, you can buy on adamneve.com the clone of Willie kit to make a dildo, like a guy can buy it and make a dildo out of himself mm-hmm. to give to his partner. But a woman can also go on Adam and Eve and she can look at a 400, list of 400 different dildos on there. And find the size, the shape, the color, you know, does it have balls, does it not, does it, you know, (laughs) whatever it is, that was modeled or made from another guy. Yeah. And use that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you don't think that's cheating, why? Is it because you don't know who the guy was? Is it because he's not receiving pleasure? So let's, let's take that step further. Let's say it was your brother. Oh my gosh. Or yeah. your neighbors or someone you knew, it was their mold. Is it cheating then? Mm-hmm. And I think guys would be like, what the fuck? Yes. Why would she, Why would she do that? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. It's just somebody you don't know. Uh-huh. Right. 
And so I think the same thing comes in when you look at the, at the stuff that guys could buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I know that I, I had this friend when I was in the Navy with who he wanted anal sex really bad from his wife. And she's just like, no, uh-huh. not happening. Not happening. So he <clears throat> would go and get like that lower torso doll. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one time we... Um, was it, was it Chanel? I, I don't know. We found, or I think Chanel found one of those, like, on the street. Somebody threw it out their window? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like <laughs> it was in the gutter. Yeah. Did she pick it up? <laughs> no. Ugh. No. Gross Chanel. Ugh. <laughs> My sister. But, uh, you know, and, and so I think that when you start trying to put, oh, well, it's, it's a porn star he'll never meet. Okay, well, let's say it's not. It's still the mold of somebody's orifice. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they made this of to provide men pleasure from. Mm-hmm. What if you did know her? What if it was your sister? What if it was your neighbor? What if it was somebody? I mean, would you be more offended then? Because it, I think it's the same thing with, with cheating. Like, are you, cheating is still cheating. Mm-hmm. Is it more severe in some ways if it's somebody you know or somebody you don't know? Probably. But I don't know if that applies to, to all that stuff as well. Yeah. But yeah. I think that... You know, looking at, at those types of things, going back to what I my original kind of opening statement with it is, anytime you're you're replacing your partner on a sexual, physical, even emotional level, I I think that is phases of you're in the same ballpark as cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it has to be the full on you got caught in bed with somebody example to be well they cheated on me mm-hmm. um I, I think there are different levels of cheating but but once again you have to know what those levels are to you and what they are to your partner yeah and both of you have to accept the common or i don't know i don't know how to say it. it's not the common denominator but it's the 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 more conservative path of the partner so if if, if yeah. partner a says well, I don't think that grinding and dancing on somebody to club is cheating. But, but partner B says, is, well, it is to me. Uh-huh. Then you have to go with, it is to me. Uh-huh. That doesn't mean you get to go grind and, and humps on somebody fully clothed because you don't think that's cheating. Uh-huh. If your partner thinks it is, then it is. Right. Um, and there's certain things in your relationship where that perception is reality, mm-hmm. and you have to acknowledge that. Um, and that's where those getting on the same page is so important. Yeah. It is very important. You know, I, I think that looking at, um, you know, why why people cite in, in some of the, you, you can find like excuses people give. And I think that th- there's a fine line between excuses and reasons. And, you know, kind of reading up on stuff and seeing what, um, you know, professionals had to say, you know, they, they put these excuses in there like, um, they, they would put in there, like, like sometimes a men will use the excuse that I'm not having sex enough with, or my partner's not having sex with me. And, and then the counter is, you know, well, don't feel bad because even if you were having enough sex, they would have. And I disagree with that. I, Wait, I do. if they were? Even if you were having more sex, they still would have cheat, oh, cheated. Some uh-huh. of the perspective from professionals is a cheater's a cheater's a cheater. No matter what, and it's almost to take any accountability off of the partner. Now, I don't think you should necessarily blame the partner, Mm -hmm. but these things that are like, well, don't worry about it because he was going to cheat no matter what you did. Is there some truth to that? Maybe, but I definitely think there's there's some cause and effect there. I, I think that you can take a guy 
who is, is ready and willing to commit and get him to the point where he has almost like buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why, why did I get into this? You know, we, we had so much fun when we were dating. The engagement was awesome. The marriage was great. The honeymoon was great. Our first year or two was awesome. And, and now I, I, you know, I want to take you back to the customer service line and return you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're not having sex with me. You don't have any confidence to want to have sex. We're, we're not on the same page. What we thought we had in common is kind of gone. Mm-hmm. You're, and, and so I think that all of that stuff becomes more highlighted when, for a guy, the physical piece goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, because, guy, because guys are so physical, they take the physical aspect of, of a woman not wanting to have sex with them as 100% full-on rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's different. Now, I think that most women would, you, I think you could say, well, if a man says, oh, I don't want to have sex with you, that's rejection also. But how often does that really happen? Mm-hmm. Not as much as it happens the other way. Right. And so I think that that was one of the things that I went through was it was in trying to convince my ex, like, do you, do you realize how how that feels? Mm-hmm. Because it's not... It was really just from her perspective, well, I just don't feel like having sex. Mm-hmm. And no matter what she would say to try to um, soften the blow, it was still in my mind, you are not sexually attracted to me. Yeah. Because if you were, we would have sex. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's a hard thing when somebody especially starts continually to get rejected. Right. Um, and then guys will go to this weird place like, well, I'm just going to ask all the time. And, mm-hmm. and I think I shared that one story about that guy that had that calendar and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, all yeah. the times he asked yeah, his wife just to kind of really... Her reasons. Yeah, every, try to shove yeah. it in her face. Well, for the last six months, here's I've asked you to have sex with me every single day. Here's the two times you did, and here's the 178 times you didn't and why you said you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I don't know what his ultimate goal is. She was not going to say, well, thanks for pointing that out. I'll change. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he was trying to get out of it. But guys' minds tend to go there. Mm-hmm. Well, why Why not? You know, it, Because when it's conflicting for a guy. Because if the guy says, well, you obviously don't find me attractive anymore. And she says, no, I do. Okay, then why don't you want to have sex? Well, I think that um, a lot of the time it's not that the woman isn't attracted to him. I think that she's not attracted to herself and she doesn't she doesn't have the self confidence mm-hmm. within her to to feel comfortable having sex anymore. You know, maybe a weight gain you know, weight gain or just having a baby and mm-hmm. and then of course like I guess with, with having a baby, not not having sex for for so long too, and then on top of that not feeling good about yourself because you have all of this excess weight on you. Right. Too. And so I think that it eventually turns into the the woman just not wanting to have sex at all ever. Yeah. You know, and the poor guy has to suffer because she's not confident mm-hmm. in herself. Yeah. And but it's like uh, what I don't understand is how how does she get that confidence back? Mm-hmm. 
Like, because I remember, I remember feeling my, myself feeling not good about myself and, and not wanting to have sex with my, my partner too, my old partner. <laughs> and, but then once I got with you, it completely changed. And it was, I felt, I felt confident. And I don't know if it was the attention maybe that well, I was yeah. receiving from you. Well, it's and... because I, I was genuinely attracted to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that the connection we had, I, I, for as much stuff as, as I say, either personally or even on here, a lot of people can would probably say, well, he, Seth doesn't understand the concept that beauty's inside. And that's not where I'm coming from. Um, but our connection was so deep, it wasn't, it was more than, I don't even want to say physical, because you, at your biggest, you were still very pretty. And I, you know, I've used the definition that when I say the word pretty, and when most guys say the word pretty, they typically mean from the neck up. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say to be harsh. It's just kind of to provide some context behind what most people mean in the definition. Mm -hmm. And so there was physical attractive, attracted attraction because you were attractive. Mm -hmm. You were just bigger. Mm -hmm. And I was scrawny Mm -hmm. and skinny and I probably didn't feel good about myself. Yeah. You had low self-esteem. Yeah. And I had, you know, been a doormat for the last 10 years of my life and I didn't have any confidence or or anything at all. Um, And so being able to talk and connect with someone that showed genuine attraction to me made my confidence go up. And that's the exact same thing that happened to you. Yeah. Um, Just because it was something different, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I know. That's, it's weird though, because like even, even me, you know, even myself, I don't understand why. I even did that. Yeah, why that happened to you too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, it's mind-boggling. Well, I I think that, you know, guys don't really talk about it too much. And I don't know if it's because guys don't don't think this way or guys don't look at themselves this way or or whatever it is. But the mirror doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's that's one of those things that I say uh, regarding, we finished our... Other beer, so we're now drinking. Since tire. since Sean and Jennifer skimped and only gave us one each, <laughs> we had to bust out something else. Oh, be quiet! That's not <laughs> nice. <laughs> but fat tire is yeah. my is my go to. I think about I've, a, I've mentioned it on previous episodes. Good good breweries in Colorado, New Belgium. Yeah, yeah we've talked about doing the tour to fat and all that uh-huh. with Trent, with Trent Tracy, Tracy and all that. So yeah, yeah, fat tires. That's that's one of our favorites. Yeah. Um, what was the point I was Back making? Back on track. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, you were saying, gosh. Um, well, I, I was talking about the. Oh, oh my gosh. Have fun with that. Yeah. About. Um, no, about the mirror and all yeah, that. Oh, and how, yeah, 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 yeah. Fitness so, and. But yeah. I think that there's. When you hit a self realization and you're like, you know what? I don't. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel about the way I look. I don't like what's looking back at me. Um, and I think sometimes that can be emotional too, not necessarily just physical. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes the confidence away. Uh, you know, we, we've we've told the story, I say funny story, but we've told the story of 
you know, whenever I shaved my beard off that one time yeah. and I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I, yeah. I look I look ugly. I don't like how my my chin looks like it's too close to my lip, my space from my nose, my top lip looks huge, and I was I felt so unattractive. And I think that the same thing happens. You were a completely different person because of it. It changed my attitude. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I see that. And I understand that from anybody's perspective that, that their physical appearance changes. I think where the difference comes in weight gain is it's gradual. Mm-hmm. You know, for me to take my beard and just shave it off in a matter of 10 minutes, that's a drastic change like that. Mm-hmm. And it's very shocking. Mm-hmm. But I think... You don't go from, you know, a small, petite, you know, 115, 120-pound, you know, 24-year-old bride to you know, 225 pounds overnight. Mm-hmm. That That's a gradual process. And so I think that there's different levels of tolerance. And you and I have talked about that with, with your weight gain and, and everybody's, you know, quote-unquote enough point mm-hmm. of, of what's enough is enough. But... You know, one of the excuses or reasons that you see um, from men is why they cheated or why they were looking to cheat or, or you know, whatever the case was because their wife had let themselves go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for, for all of the, and this, this is very harsh and this is very mean, but I think for all of the, the female collective group effort that you see in society and on social media and and in the news and everywhere about body positivity and self-acceptance and all that stuff, it still remains at very, very top of the list from men as to why they cheated on their wives. Yeah. So collectively, you can sit there with, you know, 100,000 other overweight people and talk about how beautiful you all are. Once again, not to justify that they should or shouldn't cheat. I'm not saying that they should, mm-hmm. but if they are still citing that, you know. And I, I had I had a guy I was really close with in the military that um, his wife, you know, when when they got married, she was a beautiful girl. She was, you know, no no joke. She was like a nine or a ten. She was she had a a beautiful face, a beautiful body. She had a a fantastic personality. She was really just the complete package, uh, in every sense of the word. Um, and very humble. Mm-hmm. And they got married, and a few years after they were married, she had a child. And when she had the child, she didn't really gain a lot of weight when she had the child. But over the next like six to seven years of that child's life, she got bigger and got bigger and got bigger and got bigger and got bigger. And, got bigger. and he didn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to approach it. He didn't know what to do. Um mm-hmm. She had some self-confidence issues, obviously. He was trying to be very supportive. He was like, I don't, do I sit her down and say, hey, you are just too big. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, 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 no. Oh, gosh. And he's like, what do I do? And it's like, well, try to do some stuff to get her to mirror your habits, you know. Maybe go to the grocery store together and and make healthy. And and so we just kind of gave these cliche things that you can find on the internet of how to get your partner to lose weight without Mm. telling them to lose weight. And and that's really the the big conundrum from that you see in men is I don't want to hurt their feelings by saying you went from a nine or a 10 to a three or four. That well, and that's funny because most times it doesn't seem like men care 
about the woman's feelings anyway. Yeah. Well, and if they so, cheat, they obviously don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I think that when when it comes to that, when it comes to like gaining weight and stuff like that, it's it's different, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they actually do have, or most men, I guess some of them are assholes. Yeah, I think it depends on their maturity level. Uh huh. But most of them will. Well, and I, I, I think. I think most men ha- have a level of understanding about. It. I mean, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to somebody having a child. Yeah. You 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 have got to be a complete idiot if you think that your wife is going to get pregnant and not gain weight. Mm-hmm. And so it's it should be expected. But I think that for most men, they perceive it as temporary. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's temporary. She'll have the baby and she'll lose it. And it's expected for her to get back to where she yeah, was before as the quickly child. as possible. Uh-huh. And and so what you tend to see is if they don't get back as quickly as possible, but then you you add to that that over the course of time it's it's like, you know for for him he said he said you know I remember him, we were sitting there talking about it one day and or one night after work and he said you know when she when she had the baby she gained about forty pounds mm-hmm. and he goes she is about eighty pounds heavier now, oh. not from the forty mm-hmm. but. From when she first oh, got pregnant, okay. I so she doubled in size uh-huh. after uh-huh. over a six-year period of having the child. After having the child, and and you know, and he's like, I, I just, I'm not attracted to her physically mm-hmm. anymore. Well, um, and, and it's like, <laughs> this is this is going to sound really mean. At least he's being honest about that. Yeah, but uh, he can't be honest to her but about there, it. That was yeah. That is, he's just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Hoping that she's gonna change. Yeah. Yep. And so they, they started to make strides a, a little bit. He, I don't know what conversation they had. Um, she got a free gym membership because we were military and mm. on the base, and she could have that. And he got her some workout equipment at her request and never used any of it. Ultimately, ended up selling everything in a garage sale, and uh, they ended up getting divorced. And it was, they had other issues, but once again, that was the big issue. And mm-hmm. she thought there was all of these other issues. But he didn't cheat on her, though? Or? <sighs> no, eh. he Debatable. was headed that way. Uh, uh-huh. He was definitely headed that way. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't label him as faithful. Uh-huh. But he was very, very flirtatious uh, with people, uh-huh. um, with with girls, and and he, you know, especially with oh, and then immediately all the girls he started dating were ten years younger than him, and Gosh. half of them looked like strippers and yeah. real tight bodies and and all that stuff, and but you know it was it was one of those things where ultimately it it didn't have a good ending Mm -hmm. and initially started off where he was, I don't know if I'd say trying to do the right thing, but he was really lost Mm -hmm. and didn't know what to do. And it's like, it's like, how how do I, how do I tell my wife who had our child that she's gotten so fat, I'm not physically attracted to Mm -hmm. her. And that was his big concern. And it's like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, well, I, 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 I really don't know what to say. And that, like, if if this doesn't change, you know, I I may venture yeah. off mm-hmm. well, and, and he, he was cheat like, on you. He was like, I don't even, he goes, he, he said, I don't know whether to sit her down and say, if you don't lose weight, we're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't lose weight, 
I'm going to end up cheating on you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I know that sounds like a, the worst ultimatum a man could ever give a woman in any case scenario. He goes, so I don't want to do that, but that's how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was kind of tough to watch play out because you, you feel for her. Yeah. And you feel for him. You kind of felt bad for him too. Cause it's like, well, what, what do you do? And, and, you know, and, and he had, in the in in you know on his desk in his office he had you know all these old pictures of her, mm. um, and that was it. And you know when if you didn't know her when you met her you'd be like, well, I've seen the eight pictures in his office. That's this is how you look like now, because mm-hmm. um, she was just unrecognizable. And and it wasn't just the weight. She, you know, she quit wearing makeup. She quit fixing her hair. Mm-hmm. She started you know just running around in sweatpants or jammies, and it was just kind of this all around. And she was still. Trying to engage physically. Oh. And he was, you know, like, I'm having to come up for reasons to not... Oh, my god, ...have sex with her because I... I just don't want to. I, I, I don't get aroused around uh-huh. her. And I'm trying not to make her feel bad, but I'm making her feel bad by not having sex with her. And so I wonder how often women go through that. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's got to be some level of that. Yeah. Where that's happened on some level, but it's it's such a hurtful and harmful thing to be able to talk about mm-hmm. or even broach or have the conversation that I, I don't know how you can really fully recover. And I think that that's where if you see a couple that, you know, both quote unquote let themselves go, it's not an issue. Yeah. And then if they get back in shape, it's not an issue. Mm-hmm. It's something they did together, but when you see one partner drastically change, or one get back in shape and the other uh-huh. not, the the dynamic of of the commitment of what it took to you know all that just becomes. You put it under a microscope, and it becomes a bigger issue. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that the partner ends up starting to feel. Um, they, if you're not changing and progressing with your partner, <clears throat> they end up feeling alone mm-hmm. and like you feel like you're better than them, yeah. which if they would change with you, you wouldn't feel that way. Together. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that that's, I mean, something like that, it's, you know, it's being even, even not just on the outside looking in, kind of being close to it and seeing it, you're, you're like, this is very shallow mm-hmm. the whole thing is just very shallow and uh, I, I don't that that's one of the things why i say you know is, is it is it because is it because guys are so visual and so physical um that that type of stuff can happen mm-hmm. and it's it, is it something that they can recover from and, and or if you start tying other attributes into there and let's say you take the Take weight gain out of it. Let, let's say it's something else. Mm-hmm. Instead of being addicted to food and addicted to gaining weight, what if she was addicted to drugs or alcohol? Mm-hmm. Would it still seem shallow? And the answer is no. I know. Yeah. But true. it is when it comes to weight mm-hmm. uh, because it's such a personal trigger for so many people. Yeah. To use the word fat, I mean, and say that people are fat and people have a lot of fat on them and that they're obese and and not healthy or whatever you want to put in there. And those, those words tend to piss people off because mm-hmm. they feel like it's a personal attack. And it's, it's not 
an opinion based. It's not that oh, I, I my opinion is you're fat. No, it's it's a fact that mm-hmm. you're fat if if somebody has that type of weight on them. But it's not meant as an attack. It's just to make a statement. Yeah, it's not meant to be derogatory. Yeah, I mean, and but once again, you couldn't say if somebody's in rehab, and you said, well. He's a drug addict. Mm-hmm. That's not an opinion. They are addicted. It's a fact. To, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Once again, I don't know why the same logic doesn't apply mm-hmm. to weight gain, but for some reason it doesn't. So you you have to kind of tiptoe around it differently. Uh, but if, if if he came to us and said, "Hey, you know what? She's she's smoking crack every night. She's smoking crack six times a day. Every time I come home, she's got a crack pipe in her hand. She's smoking so much crack. I don't want to have sex with her anymore." Mm-hmm. It's the exact same story. You yeah. just replaced food with crack. <laughs> yeah. And but if you tell it, if you don't even bring up the fat, and you say that, and you'd ask, you can ask a room of fat people, what should you do if his wife's addicted? They to They would say leave. Leave. Her. You need to get out of there. Try yeah. to help her out. Try to get her what she can. Uh-huh. Get her the rehab. But if she won't commit to getting off of crack, you need to leave because uh-huh. it's hurting you. But you won't get that same advice when it comes to food. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. That is so odd to me that that it's such almost becoming such a taboo topic that you just can't talk about it. And Mm -hmm. if you do, you're the asshole. Mm -hmm. But you're allowed to talk about everything else that's an addiction or an issue in a relationship or causing harm except that. Mm -hmm. And and so I think that that, that's where that that whole conundrum piece comes in because it's like, well, how do I handle it? Mm -hmm. Because I can't say, hey, I'm checking you into rehab fat camp. Like you would with somebody that was addicted to drugs or alcohol. Yeah, I know. You can't sit down and have an intervention over food like you can drugs and alcohol. Well, I know. And even if a guy can't, if a guy told his wife, I, I cheated on you because you're fat. Mm-hmm. I cheated on you because I'm not attracted to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, like it wasn't <clears throat> the, the sexual thing with, with the guy that you knew mm-hmm. um, because she was wanting to engage physically with him yeah but when if he were to have told her well i cheated on you because you're fat right it would have been a whole different ball game i guess yeah right yep yeah or even throw the drugs in there i found someone else that's not addicted to crack Mm -hmm. that i've fallen in love with that you know doesn't do drugs all day Mm mm-hmm that's more of an acceptable reason to leave than I'm leaving you because you're, you're addicted fat. to food and you gain too much weight and I found someone that doesn't. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. Because you're shallow. Yeah. You left her because of how she looks. No, I left her because of her addiction has altered who she is. Uh-huh. And that's really I, I just thought of that, but that's really what he was saying. Uh-huh. Her food addiction altered who she was. Mm-hmm. Even if it was physically. It altered who she was. Her priorities changed. Mm-hmm. She cared more about what she was putting in her face than anything else. Mm-hmm. And and it sounds so fucking sounds mean. So mean. Yep. It's so. It sounds so mean and so harsh. Mm-hmm. But it's. But when you look at it through the lens of when you when you put yeah when you other addictions yeah or when something. you think of it in other situations that are exactly the same mm-hmm. but. Different. Yeah. 
it's not as shallow it's it's not not as mean yeah it's not as shallow and and not as mean but it's not as hard of a decision to make for yourself well and 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 it's the same i mean all the stuff that we've talked about in all the episodes when you talk about your ex's addictions Mm -hmm. if i was to do the same thing about my ex and 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 she didn't but if i was to say you know well she she just kept eating food all the time and just got fat and Mm -hmm. you know that was messing up my goals and what i wanted to accomplish in life and I wanted someone, someone that was a little more driven and not so fat. I mean, that that sounds so shallow. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have gotten with you. Right. But it's okay to walk away from a relationship because somebody's addicted to drugs or alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. Everything That's... should be fair game, people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> should be a level playing field. <laughs> right. But still, it doesn't... It Even with somebody gaining weight... And everything, it doesn't mean that you. He still shouldn't should cheat. cheat. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I don't think any of it's justifiable. I've said that a few times already, but, um, you know, it's just really, you know, the point was why? Why does it happen? And and, mm. and there there are consistent reasons. You know, as we said earlier, most women's reasons for cheating are revolving around that emotional inattentiveness mm-hmm. or lack of emotional attention that they're getting from their partner. And they start to get it from someone else. They start to build a connection. They start to build a relationship that may even just seem as a friendship. Um, someone that shows care and asks questions and are concerned about their, their day-to-day life and what they're doing and, and has an actual freaking conversation with them mm-hmm. at, at work or at the gym or at you know the kid's soccer game or whatever it is. Those emotional connections become very, very strong especially from the female perspective. Yeah. And I think for some guys, and I'm one of them, the, the emotional connection is very big. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't getting that emotional. I wasn't not only getting the getting physical connection, yeah. but I wasn't getting the emotional connection either. So I was looking for just some kind of connection on, on any level, just some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I filled that void with other things in my life to keep me busy, whether it was my son, whether it was video games, whether it was work, whether it was movies, whether it was sports, whatever it was, that that void of, of no sex and no emotional connection or attachment, I had to fill with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people fill that hole with 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 addictive type of behaviors. Mm-hmm. With, some people fill those holes with friends. Some of them fill them with family. Some of them fill them with, with their own kids. Whatever it is, we, we tend to you know fill those holes with other pleasing or senses pleasing type of behaviors from other people. And when they go neglected for too long, unfortunately, when someone else starts to fill that hole for your partner, that's where it leads to that infidelity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, men, men have a very hard time accepting the fact that a woman can cheat because of lack of emotional connection because they they tend to tie the loyalty to um kind of physical or materialistic type things not not because they're pretentious or shallow but they tend to look at you know the, those the necessities in life they feel that if a woman has those necessities in life that should be every reason why they should be happy mm-hmm. they don't need anything outside of that and that's that's tunnel vision you're looking very very small at yeah. You know, clothing on their back, food on their table, roof over their head, and a car to drive. Uh-huh. That's not enough to keep anybody happy and satisfied in a relationship. Um, and so they have a really hard time seeing that there's 
other pieces at play. But then on the flip side, women have just a very hard time looking at the importance of the physical connection that men want in sex from their wife. Yeah, I know. And you would think that it would be easier for a woman to understand that, just that, only that, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead, I mean, I know that, I know that a man should, should understand all of the, all of the woman's needs and stuff, but I also think that a woman needs to express those needs to her, to her man, but I think that <laughs> it's not freaking hard to, to want to have sex with your partner. Right. And. That's your opinion, though. Well, I guess so. I guess that maybe it's because I'm with somebody that I'm attracted to yeah. and with somebody that gives me all of that connection. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, duh, I'm gonna, I'm going to have sex with you. Because well, and, of it. and it's not a decision. It's uh-huh. not like, well, he does all this for me, so he deserves sex. Right. It's yeah. all of that, all of that package just, my package, just <laughs> leads to that it's part it's a whole deal mm-hmm. it, it's it's all cause and effect from 12 different angles and it's not a like i don't do things for you or around the house to work on sex credit mm-hmm. and that was one thing i used to try to do in my last relationship was i would do things around the house and, and try to do things and walk on eggshells just for the sake of hopefully having sex mm-hmm. and i don't do that with you and it's i, I think i've said on here before I think I do all those things because you have sex with me. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's really just kind of a, 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 a I don't know how, how you would really describe it, but it's just a continual effort or, or effortless cycle mm-hmm. that revolves around a true partnership and true connection and true compatibility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's that's one of the things that and I know we're we're talking for quite a while here, but. The compatibility piece mm-hmm. is huge, and I think even going back to you know the, the the question about is porn cheating. One of the things I didn't bring up that I thought about when you were talking about some of this stuff was the. Uh, I think it depends on what kind of porn. Oh uh, well, I thought you were gonna bring it. Yeah, up, actually. I, you and I have talked about that uh-huh. before, but I think if you know if if you're, and, and this is you know no judgment here. I'm just using this as a scenario. If you're you know. A white guy married to a black girl, mm-hmm. and the the black wife catches you masturbating to Asian porn. Mm-hmm. Should she be offended that you are getting off to something that she can't? She can't change about. She herself. can't change about herself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that kind of adds a new layer to what's really offensive about that. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and I think that that's something that. That people need to consider, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I don't know, but but I I, I think that um, I think that could probably, I could probably talk about that for a little bit as well. But um, you know, anyway, the uh, I, I think that we overcomplicate the reasons why people yeah, cheat. Yeah, I I do. Yeah, I and so and too. I don't think it's as complicated as we we want to label it. We we are always. Guys or girls, I, I think that we all look for, when we start asking those questions and we're looking for a level of understanding, it's really to kind of release us from the responsibility of why this happened. Mm-hmm. 
and, and it's and once again, I'm not placing blame. I'm not saying if you don't have sex with your husband, he should cheat on you. Or guys, if you aren't emotionally attentive to your wife, she should cheat on you. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that it could happen if you aren't doing that. Mm -hmm. And once again, that's not an opinion. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and you decide what you want to do. If not having sex with your husband means more than being married to him, then that's your decision. And guys, if not paying attention to your wife and meeting her emotional needs is not as important as staying with her, then that's your decision as well. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, the outcome may be that you guys are no longer married, or because of your inactions, your partner is now looking for more opportunities to cheat or potentially cheat or start filling those holes. And I mean that in every aspect, <laughs> I guess. You mean that <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> and metaphorically. Um, so it's... You you need to just get to that point where you you know what each other's senses are and, and you're balancing that out and you're meeting those. And if you've... I don't know why you wouldn't want to... I don't know why guys wouldn't want to be emotionally attentive to their wife. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why women wouldn't want to be sexually attentive to their husbands. Mm -hmm. But if you can identify why you don't... If, if you look at that and you say, well, women, you say, you know, I, I used to meet my husband's sexual needs, but he has, you know, changed physically, mentally, personality, whatever, and I'm not attracted to him in that manner anymore, then that's that horribly tough conversation that has to take place. Mm -hmm. And and men, if you're like, well, I used to meet her emotional needs, but she's not doing this and doing that, or I, I'm not feeling so that. So what's then, the point? Yeah, what's the point? Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. I know. It, it, I like how you said that it was... That how how simple it is, mm -hmm. and the we only talked about two different reasons why people cheat. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that there's oh, there's tons of them other that, reasons that you'll see out there. Yeah, but in our opinion, these are the main two reasons why people cheat, and it's just it's that simple. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. So. Do something about it. Do something about your relationship. You know, women, have sex with your husband. And men, freaking find that emotional connection. Yeah. It's, it's not rocket science. It's not. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is a, a good ending to, to this episode today. Um, we, uh, we could probably talk about this again at some point. I know, we could. Yeah, because there's so many... Yeah, I mean, because like, I think that, we kind of like cite. we kind of got off track a little bit, maybe mm -hmm. here and there, but still, yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about, and but it's good for I think it's good for today. Yep. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, um, rate us, review us, all of that, um, and yeah, check out all of our the different ways you can listen to us mm -hmm. for a podcast and we will talk to you next week. Thanks.